0: People, so time is now. All I need is one mic. One mic, one mic. all I need. That's all I need. All I need is one mic. One mic, There's nothing else in the world. All I need is one mic. One mic, That's all a nigga need to do his thing, you know. All I need is one mic. All I need is one life, one try, one rep on one man. What I stand for speaks for itself. What's up, everybody? My name is Joshua, and welcome to Spoken Word by Joshua T. Berglund. was not expecting to do this broadcast right now. Uh, <laughs> I was supposed to be doing my other show, and it didn't work out for whatever reason, audio issues, technical difficulties. And I was like, well, I'm all dressed up for nothing. And then I heard God say, trust. So today's spoken word is trust. And uh, out of obedience... I'm going to talk about trust and to be honest with you, I don't even know what I'm gonna say because it literally, this all happened within seconds. But I know for a fact that I'm supposed to speak about trust today. And so I just, and I think the reason why I got that word uh, is because I really believe with all my heart that we're about to see some craziness. Uh, today, and even though I don't like to timestamp any of these broadcasts, I think it's necessary. Today is when they overturned Roe versus Wade, and they've made the decision to leave it up to the states. And to me, all of this is theatrics. Um, whether you want to believe or not that, you know, this is all scripted reality <laughs> or something else, um, I do believe with all my heart, and because I've been talking about it for a while, uh, that they're going to use this uh, gun, the gun control issue stuff. The, uh, I mean, there's <laughs> there's things brewing about the election. Uh, they're gonna. This is like an excuse to set it off. And one of the things that I've talked about that's not real popular with other people, uh, because for some reason they can't see it or they don't want to hear it or they don't even. For, I, for some reason, the very words that come out of the, the mouths of the United Nations or the people that lead the United Nations and the World Economic Forum, for some reason not enough people are paying attention to what they say. And <laughs> they are really the ones that are well, I mean, maybe they maybe they're puppets, but nonetheless, I think it's appropriate to listen to the words that they say and trust them, trust that they mean what they say, because everything that they've been saying has unfolded exactly the way that they said it was going to unfold. Everything from Klaus Schwab and Noah from the World Economic Forum to, to what the United Nations has been talking about with Agenda 21 and Agenda 22. And why these words are such buzzwords and conspiracy words blows my mind because they're not necessarily government agencies, but they are world leaders and they make decisions for the rest of the world. So why in the heck would you not pay attention to it? And the truth is this. It doesn't really matter what they have planned. It doesn't really matter what they say, even though they're going to try to do it. And they've been trying to do it for a long time. And nothing that I've, over the last two years that I've talked about, has come from my own ideas and thoughts. I mean, yeah, I've been able to connect the dots, but I got the information directly from the source. Isn't that more appropriate? Do you remember the game of telephone when you were a little kid? How bad did when it was getting passed (laughs) to different people, like how far off of the message did it get? Well, that's kind of what our media is like. The only difference is they're intentionally telling us the wrong thing. They're taking the words and the little edited clips that come out of whatever they show us or directly from that source. They play a small little edited clip and that becomes the news. Well you should know that taking a sentence out of context of a paragraph could you could make it believe anything you wanted to believe. So why not listen to the exact words that are being said? This is not the message about trust. The message about trust is trusting our creator trusting the Lord, trusting Jesus. I don't care what man tries to do. it I know because oh by the way, everything that man is going to try to do and has tried to do to play God has ever has failed every time. has failed every time. They think they're getting away with it. they think they're succeeding, but you have to understand that the victory has already been won. And what is playing out right now is, I mean, it's not a movie, but it is a movie. Our job as believers is to trust the Lord. To trust our creator and trust in his promises. So today we're going to get into what God says, what the Bible says about trust. And I'm not prepared for this, so I'm going to trust that the Lord is going to give me the words to say. So Heavenly Father, thank you for this. Thank you for this word. Uh, Thank you for the opportunity to be able to take the words that you give me and then release them, to say them, or however that works. I don't even know. I'm just being obedient to what you've called me to do. And I thank you for this opportunity because I love it. I, I love getting to do this. This is such a cool thing. So I pray, Lord, that every word that I speak is of you and is in no way blasphemous, is true to your word and true to what you want me to say and true to what you, what your thoughts are. I don't want my words to be said. I want your words to be said, because frankly, um, if I'm going to look like an idiot, it's going to be <laughs> for saying what you tell me to and not my own gibberish. So Holy Spirit, please speak through me and give me the words to speak to the heart of believers and unbelievers alike. I love you in Jesus name. Amen. I trust, you know, I I put a lot of faith in, well, I put a lot of trust in what the enemy says. Not the lies that are said to me, like, you're not good enough, you're not worthy. I don't, that, not that enemy. But when the leaders of this world tell you what they're going to do and what they want to do, I think it's appropriate to listen. Joe Biden said during the uh, you know the election season, before the election, that they're running the biggest fro- voter fraud campaign in the history of <laughs> campaigns. He said it. It was on video. He told you exactly what he was going to do. Like, I mean, he's told us. Like, yes, he lies, but he has also told us what they're going to do. Like, the bad stuff. Like that came out of their mouth. And yeah, they're saying good stuff too. And they're saying stuff that is complete deception. But there's just as much audio of them telling you exactly what they're going to do. So I've made it a habit instead of listening to the news for what's going to happen, I go, go directly to the source. So that at least I can piece together the timing potentially. And I know exactly when to have my armor on, which I should have it on all the time. But I believe an extra level of armor is going to be necessary for what's coming. And I don't mean this to be scary. You have to understand, I believe in God's promises more than I believe in anything. But God's promises also say that we're going to see some pretty crazy stuff. For prophecy to come true, we're going to have to see some things that are a little bit unsavory. We're going to see consequences for turning our back against God, to turning our back on God, to not living. We're going to see consequences for not living the way that God has called us to live. I'm not trying to be popular with this statement, but it's true. You can't just say, well, I'm going to believe all of God's good promises, but I'm going to ignore the ones that I perceive as bad. But what if I told you to get to the good, we've got to go through the bad. There's going to be consequences for people that took the jab and boosters. I believe that there's a solution. I believe that there's a treatment out there that works. I believe in cold laser therapy, and I believe in some of the other therapies that are around also. I've seen the science, and I've worked with Cold laser therapy. So I know just how powerful it is. I mean, I really believe it's a gift from God. But you're out of your freaking mind if you think that just because Roe versus Wade was overturned, that everything's going to go back to normal and and God is going to just say, you know, I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to bring my wrath. Abortion's still very much on the table. So it's not like it went away, but you got to understand this is all theater and you don't have to believe it or not. And I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about Agenda 22 and things that look, if you're not going to go take the time to read the book, then why would I give you my energy and not do it for you? But here's the books. So I don't have to like spend this entire time telling you all the what the book says. If you want to know, read it for yourself. The Great Reset, Agenda 22 and the Fourth Industrial Revolution. And by the way, Klaus Schwab wrote the Fourth Industrial Revolution and the Great Reset. And Agenda 22 is just something that simply you can go on the United Nations website and read for yourself. And if you can't see the puzzle come together, then I don't know what to tell you. I can't give you the eyes to see. But I've been very consistent in talking about this for two years, and we're about to see things come to a head. Because it's not just the gun control. It's not just Roe versus Wade. It's not just the riots that are coming there's so much more to what's about to play out and it's going to get scary more and more and more news reports from around the world is not caught up to the united states yet but more and more um you're seeing all of the the jab injuries and people dying out of the blue and they can't explain why the news is doing their best to keep all of this information from flooding all out at the same time but it's coming out it's undeniable and when you find out just why they want big pharma wants these underage I say under well they are underage but why they want to push this jab through for the for basically infants is because that will help them be able to wash their hands of the consequences that are going to come from that. You don't have to believe me. I don't need you to believe me. While I care because lives are at stake, I don't need you to believe me. When I signed up to do what God told me to do, that meant I was all in no matter what. I was going to say what I was led to say. And that's why I'm as bold as I am and it's been it's come at a price. But I will tell you this right now. I've also seen God bring people into our life that belong there. That are ready for what's coming. So I want to focus on God's promises today and read exactly what he says so you know that you don't need to be afraid. You don't need to fear. Trust in the Lord, and I'm gonna show you why. I prayed already, I think, right? Yeah, I prayed. (laughs) Lord help me. Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding so easy to say, is it easy to do? Because your own understanding is what you've been taught by the school system, by your doctors, by your mommy and daddy, by your preacher, by your best friend. Your understanding would be the wisdom or knowledge that you've gained from them, from school books, from Google searches, and so on. But I don't know about you, but if I'm looking at all that right now, I would be jabbed four times and wouldn't be living my dreams. I would not be happy or full of joy. Because my own understanding has taken me to the depths of hell more times than I care to admit. But, like, I mean, I guess I have admitted all of it in the book, but you get my point. Trusting in the Lord means when the world goes that way, you go that way. How easy is that for you to do? How easy is it for you to trust your own discernment? Or trust the spirit that's pulling you one direction, but you're like, but over here, this is what everybody else is doing. And this could be career, could be your faith. It could be anything. Are you trusting man's plan for you? Are you going to listen to the advice of everybody else, but not trust the spirit that God put inside you? Psalms 56, 3, 4. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. In God whose word I praise, in God I trust, I shall not be afraid. What can flesh do to me? I I don't know how many times it says, do not fear in the Bible, but it's a lot. And I don't know how, (laughs) how, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what it's like to be really, really afraid anymore. And I believe that's because I've gotten to this place that every scary thing that God has led me to do has proven to be what's true and what I need to be doing. And I've had, uh, God has asked me and led me to do some pretty wild and crazy things. Now I've just learned to trust, but not everybody can do that because We've been preconditioned to trust the TV, to trust our preachers, to trust the Bible, to trust the gurus. And some of it, yeah, can prove to be right. But I believe with all my heart that the real truth and the truth that we're supposed to listen to comes from the Holy Spirit. I don't believe that we can truly understand the Bible without the Holy Spirit, and I don't believe that we can navigate life without the Holy Spirit. But do you know, and maybe you do, how hard that is to do, to trust? Because with what your eyes see, It's easier to see something and like, oh, I put my faith in that and put my trust in that. But think about all the memes that we've shared that have proven to be (laughs) (laughs) bullcrap. I'm like, oh, this looks good. And then we share it thinking that it's real, but it's just a well put together piece of propaganda that we've helped spread. I'm guilty of it. It's hard to trust the Lord especially when we can't see, shake his hand, put our arm around him, hug him. We have to trust that what we're feeling inside is him guiding us. I love this verse, Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. I've heard people say that this, is ver- this verse is used out of context all the time. There's more to it than this. And it was, a, uh, it was a, something very, very specific that it was implying to. And it's not what everybody thinks. But I'm going to go with what everybody thinks this verse means. Because I know it to be true. No matter what happens in your life. Like God didn't create you to live an evil life. But we still do evil. And we have an opportunity to repent. We have an opportunity to be forgiven. And in doing so, in being forgiving and allowing ourselves and surrendering ourselves to be forgiven and surrendering this fleshly dirt body for the life that God has for us, that takes that evil and gives it a purpose of good. Not that the evil was good, but we can use that past evil for good. Only God can do that. And I think it's a beautiful thing. I think it's a really beautiful thing. And I know that some people on their own devices, they figure it out. Like, oh, they turn their life around and they start, you know, doing good things and making good decisions. But I don't believe that we truly, truly change our heart without giving it to God. And in doing so, we have an opportunity to take all that was supposed to be evil and turn it into a blessing. I believe it. And you know what? And I believe that there's hope in that too. I believe that there's a future in using our past evil for good. And I'm sure that that got off of the rails a little bit of that verse, but hang in there with me. Like, even if you make mistakes, even if it's today, even if you're cheating, right? Like you're cheating on your spouse, you're abusing your spouse or even your kids, or you you know you're you're sneaking off, you're cheating, you're abusing, what again, whatever it may be or or maybe that you're stealing from work or there's something else. There's an opportunity for you to repent and turn away from that life and start living the life that God called you to. And that life is the one that allows you to trust in God's promises for you. I don't know how you can trust any other life but the one that God has created you to live. 1 John 4.18 There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. Fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. Wow. 1 John 4.18 There is no fear in love. The perfect love casts out fear. You know, I'm not an expert on this subject, but I will tell you, even when I was trying to die and I was making really bad decisions and abusing drugs and abusing sex and just doing some really risky and dangerous things. Not only did I want to die, but I also lived in constant fear, constantly looking over my shoulder, constantly sabotaging my own success. Because I figured if I get more successful doing the things that I was created to do, if, if I get more successful, that means more peop- there's a bigger chance that people will find out about my dark past. And the bad things I did, the crimes I committed, the the abuse, the, the cheating with men, with women, with transgender, with all. I mean, I didn't want people to find out. So every time I had an opportunity to really do something big, I self-sabotaged. I hurt myself to keep me from being successful. When God came to me. After I gave my life to the Lord, and I've told the story a bunch. But when God came to me after the like month-long meth relapse, but this was like a four-day span of things. And when he came to me, and he was like, I'm, I'm on my phone looking for drugs and sex, and out of the corner of my eye, I could see him. I'm not done with you yet. I'm not done with you. This is going to suck But you're going to put a spotlight on your shadow world and you're going to show people the supernatural power of truth. You do not get the luxury of secrets. I'll never forget it. And when he took me down that path to basically to expose it all, I was scared. But he said to me, do you want $250 million in the bank? yeah who wouldn't well how would you like to write 15 million dollar checks one at a time for hush money like like charlie sheen yeah like no i don't want to do that build your empire on truth build create a foundation of truth for you to launch off of so we wrote The Devil Inside Me. We made the movie The Devil Inside Me, which is my testimony series. And you can scan the barcode below and you can find that book. But even with, my, the, with the following orders from God, it was, you're going to put a spotlight on your shadow world. You're going to talk about it on your show, Gratitude Unfiltered. And I did. And I have. And now, I, of course, I do the same thing now, but I don't fear the truth at all. I don't fear mistakes. Cause I had another meth relapse two years after the last one. i had only lasted a day that time, but I went on the air and confessed that it's scary. It's scary to tell people all the bad stuff you did. It's scary to, to confess, especially publicly, but I had to trust God and what he was challenging me to do. And you know what? He was right. Because now I don't fear. You can't, I mean, you have naked pictures of me and naked video of me. And if you make fun of the way I say naked, you're joining my wife because she thinks it's the funniest thing ever. Anyway, <laughs> I, to me, I say it right. But I mean, I have all that stuff out there. Videos and pictures and of me doing some really awful stuff. I don't care if you have it or not. I've already talked about it. What good is it going to do you? You think it's going to hurt? And and I say that just because that's what trusting God has done for me. Is I can live with no fear. Uh, especially of the past. Because I know what God saved me from. I put it all in a book, everything that I did. You're going to try to mock me and say I slept with men and transgendered and cheated with women and... Yeah, I did all that. And I'm not proud of it. I'm not proud of it at all. I'm not proud of how bad, speaking of trust, I'm not proud of how much my lies hurt people. I'm not, I mean, I think the worst thing a man can do to a woman is is wreck her discernment and gaslight her to where she doesn't trust her own instincts. Because I'll tell you right now, if it wasn't for my wife's instincts, we'd probably be in a lot more trouble than we've been in. And I'm saying trouble from just being around the wrong people, trusting the wrong people. A woman's intuition is a superpower. And men, if you have a wife and you're lying to her and you're gaslighting her, I mean, this works both ways. But a woman, her intuition is, is powerful. Don't rob a woman of that gift. It's, the, it's tragic. That gift is there for you too. That's a blessing. It's a blessing. It's a blessing to trust God. It's a blessing to be able to have the opportunity to say, God, I, I'm scared of how I'm going to pay rent. I'm scared of not, I'm, I'm behind on my bills. I'm behind on my car payment. I wish I was behind on a car payment. I haven't had a car in so long. <laughs> Actually, I don't miss driving really, because um, I'm a crazy driver, and uh, yeah, I, you know, don't trust myself driving all the time. Anyway, um, but I mean, those those things. Oh, I'm scared of the consequences of the the jab and the booster. I'm scared of. <clears throat> I'm scared of what's going to happen. Anything alien invasion, or whatever they try to scare you with. And if you're genuinely scared, you're not going to unscare yourself. Because if you do move past that one thing you're afraid of, then you're going to be afraid of something else. Unless if you get in the habit of, God, I surrender this to you. I'm not qualified to take this on. I surrender this to you. I'm going to trust you. I'm going to trust that in Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare, not evil. To give you a future and a hope. So I may see all this destruction and a financial crash coming in so they can bring in QFS. And you know all the other stuff. The cities are going to burn. Because they need to bring in smart cities. <laughs> like all this stuff is orchestrated. Anyway. But I, I, like, there's people that are afraid. They're going to be afraid. They're afraid now. They're going to be afraid in a week. They're going to be afraid tonight. They're going to be afraid in two weeks. I'm afraid of monkeypox. I'm afraid of... what? Uh, give it to God. He can handle it. He can take it. He wants to take it. That's the thing. Like, if he didn't want to take it, then why would he have sacrificed his life? Why would he have given his life? It wasn't taken from him. He gave it. Yeah, he was killed. But he willingly sacrificed himself. God gave his son for us. And on that cross, it's not just your, your sin of looking at boobs and looking at his butt and, and lying and cheating. It's not just that sin. It's also fear. He died to take that fear from you. How scared do you think that he was? How scared? I'm sure he was pretty freaking scared. But he knew. He knew that he had to do it. He knew that he got to do it. He knew he was going to be sacrificed. And he did it anyway because that's what's his purpose. And you'll never reach your purpose unless if you trust God to handle all the things that you're afraid of. Hmm. Commit your ways to the Lord, trust in him and he will act. Psalms 37, five, it's beautiful. My son, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments for length of days and years of life and peace they will add to you. Let not... What did, I don't know what that other word says. Oops. Oh, man. <laughs> blew the computer. Tin. I'm moving over here. Hold on. Let not the steadfast love and faithfulness Forsake you, bind them around your neck, write them on a tablet of your heart, so you will find favor and good success in the sight of God. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. You know, it takes trust to be obedient because I don't believe our natural desire is to be obedient to the Lord. I don't. I don't think it it, because it it defies logic. It's a paradox. Isn't it so much easier to trust what you can see than what you can't? But yet you're really to trust what you can't see and not trust what you do. But to trust... This invisible leader with your life and his instruction, it takes a level of trust. Kind of crazy trust, if you ask me. But dead gum it's worth it. It's the most beautiful, spectacular thing ever. But I have trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. Psalms 13.5 You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord God is an everlasting rock. That's Isaiah twenty-six three four. 4. You keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you, because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever. The Lord God is an everlasting rock. Let's see. Other. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. 56 3. There's so much stuff about being afraid. Joshua 1 9. <laughs> have I what have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I shared this, I think, I don't know if it was my last broadcast, last spoken word or not. But I shared this with you that I had heard from Graham Cook about in Christ, the outcome is guaranteed victory. So when you're face to face with your giants, you're staring at this thing that looks so big to you. It's like, oh, my gosh, like how in the world am I going to overcome this? Something like when you have the confidence to go, the battle's already been won. I was created to defeat this giant. I was created to defeat this giant of alcoholism, of sex abuse, of chemsex, of lying, of adultery, whatever it is for you. I was created to defeat you in Christ. The outcome, my victory is guaranteed. So, giant, I'm not scared of you. I'm not scared of you. So I'm going to surrender my fear to the Lord and I'm going to take you out. And ironically, you're not winning with a fist fight. You're not winning with an elbow from the top rope. You're winning by surrendering. To trust God to handle it. To trust God to equip you with the tools that are needed the people, the relationships, whatever it may be, the financial blessing, you're trusting God to come in and fight your battle. You win with surrender. Will you need to take action? Oh, absolutely. But there's no greater action when it comes to trust than surrender. This is the last one. Do not be conformed to this world. But be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and perfect. Oh, I love that one. It is so easy to just trust. Well, it's not easy for me now because I, I guess there's one advantage of being a conspiracy theorist is that you don't trust anything you see. (laughs) <laughs> I, I do, that, that is one advantage but even with that i, I still have to go ah, i don't know i don't trust like god what do you think i don't trust what i read in the bible all the time but i have to give it to god like what does this mean how does this apply to my life i share all the time that i have real problems and i've had it explained To me, 15 different ways, which makes it even more confusing. But I have, uh, you know, with Paul and what he says about women in the church. I mean, there's a few things that I question. Being obedient to this government. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know about that one. I mean, I'll pray for my enemies. But trusting these guys and being obedient to it? I don't know. They broke their covenant with us. Why in the world would I trust someone that's breaking a covenant? doesn't make sense there's zero logic in that does that make me blasphemous gosh i hope not i really don't i just i've been questioning this since i became a believer and it hasn't gone away It's becoming, I would I would think, and I don't know this for sure, but it's becoming a little bit easier to put trust in the Bible because the events that are unfolding around the world right now seem very biblical to me. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this has been said for hundreds of years. I don't know. But <laughs> what I'm seeing and... Um, with what I've seen with my eyes and what I've seen in my when my eyes are closed and what I believe God has shown me is that this is truly the unfolding of the Bible. So it's easier for me to go, wow, this really was true. This really was happening. This is happening. So even if I'm wrong, that we're about to see hell break loose. And I'm not specific on timing. I've never been good with timing. When I first started talking about this stuff two years ago, you know, I didn't know, I thought it would happen sooner than it, it is happening. There seems to be this delay, that, you know, but I don't. I don't understand that. But I will tell you this, whatever you see with your eyes, that whatever's coming out of your TV, Unless if you're watching this on TV. But even that, I would ask you to question. Like, I, I wouldn't expect you just to trust me because, in fact, I would ask you to question everything that I've said. And let God confirm with you whether it's real or not, or true or not. But if you're... This is what I believe. I believe that... And the, the Maybe even starting tonight, there's going to be a series of events that unfold that it's going to seem like hell is breaking out on earth. And I want to ask that you don't fear. I'm talking about when people start to wake up and realize what was in the jab and booster. I'm, I'm talking about... Um, you know, this, the Roe versus Wade, the gun control issue. I'm talking about all this, these things that look like the reasons why it's setting off. I, I, I believe that this has been planned for a while. I believe that this is like scripted reality. And again, because it almost seems like this playbook that is unfolding, you know, if, if, if for sports fans in football, sometimes they script plays where they have the first 15 to 30 plays scripted. Like no matter what, they're running these plays. This is what they're doing. So that's what this is like. It's 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 from the books that I've read. It seems like it's all unfolding exactly the way that they said it would without some of the little details, but the bigger picture motives, the reasons, the goal, and the agenda is all unfolding the way that they said it would. And so it's not that I'm a psychic or, I don't call myself a prophet by any means, just that I read from the source. So what that said, to bring in smart cities, to bring in Agenda 22, to bring in these things that they want to do, the fourth industrial revolution, which they still need global internet for, a la Elon Musk. What you're going to see is craziness, pure craziness, and it's going to get worse. Like the riots that happen tonight, tomorrow... um, I forgot what they're calling it a night of uh, night of not terror or purge. I mean, some people have called it purge night. It's going to get crazy, but that's not even the crazy stuff. The crazy stuff is going to follow. And, and what I want to just beg of you is to not fear and to trust God. And also to trust that all that is playing out is playing out for a reason. And for God, God's promises to come true—we have to see the bad. That's part of it. God, there's there's some of God's promises that are bad for some people, but for others, God's promises are very, very, very amazing, and um, and it's worth surrendering our life for. It's worth saying, God, I trust you. I, I, I've done things on my own devices for all these years. And I'm not getting to where I want to go. I'm not. I'm not. I, I, I'm falling short every way. I want what you want for me, God. Take my life. It's yours. Do with it what you have planned and you know what as scary as that may sound it's worth doing because i can tell you i've learned to trust god more and more and more as the days have gone on and i've had to face some very scary ugly things like telling the truth of a very dark and evil past i mean some people are holding on to secrets that their uncle molested them because they're worried about the family makeup you know, and the happiness of the family. Some people are worried about their losing their friends because of truth. I understand. I understand. I understand how scary that is, but I will tell you this. If you are living a lie and you are keeping secrets, just know, and I hope that this haunts you, Because it's true, and I want to motivate you. (laughs) I'm not trying to scare you, but I want you to know that all that's been hidden will be revealed. And it's a lot easier when you're the one that reveals it, and not someone else. Because then they get to take creative control over your crap. Just easier when you come clean and confess. Because 95% of the truth is not the truth, and God doesn't bless lies. But the people in your life that are there, when you're living a lie and living a secret life and all that stuff, the people in your life are not your people. They are not there for you because they don't know you. When you are living a lie, no one knows who you are. You don't even know who you are. Because odds are, you start believing your own lies. I know because I've done it. And I want to say this because I feel led and then we're going to end. People use me for this all the time. I think it's kind of funny because I, you know, I've gotten a much less popular over the last two years. It's been a real ego check. <laughs> and I've had to ask, I've had to learn how to trust God even with that. Because I'm like, wait a second, aren't I doing what you want me to do? I didn't know I was going to get less popular like I didn't have that work when I went all G all in Jesus and doing what he called me to do. It's like, whew. but I guess he did promise that too. Didn't he? Hmm. Interesting. But I want to say this, um, you or me and people use this for me. Like it's, I have several people that are afraid to support what we are doing publicly, but privately they will reach out and you know what? I'm okay with that because I would be afraid to, I would be kind of scared to go, yeah, he's exactly right. Listen to what he's saying. <laughs> I would be afraid of that too. So I don't, I'm don't. i not mad at anybody. I'm not even mad at people that think I'm nuts. I, I'm really not. I'm really not. But I want to tell you this. Those secrets that you're holding on to that no one else knows, if you need someone to talk to, you can talk to me. People use me for this all the time. I don't say a word. I'm not gonna judge because after the life I've lived, and if you don't know the life I've lived, please wait, wrong one. Wait, that there, that barcode. Our book is right there. You know, amongst our foundation stuff. You you can see everything right there in that link, in that barcode. Okay. But I lived a life that kind of frees me from being able to look at anybody and judge them on their behavior. I don't care if you're a killer, you're a murderer, you're a raging homosexual. <laughs> like, you steal your wife's underwear and you prayed around the house when she's gone. I don't, none of that, none of it would surprise me and none of it shocks me. But I will tell you one thing, that keeping that secret is killing you. And, and letting it out gives God an opportunity to do something with it, even if it is confessing to one person. It doesn't need to be me, but I'm happy to do it because I can assure you that I'm not going to judge you. Not even close. Heavenly Father, thank you for this. Thank you for this message. I pray that this message on trust and trusting you, not me, not anybody else, but trusting you I pray that this resonated and I pray that you use this for your purposes and your purposes only. I love you in Jesus name. Amen. All right. God bless you guys. I'm here. If you need to talk, if you need someone to pray for you. I'm here. The contact information is even there. You can reach out to me there. I will pray for you. You can message me wherever you're watching this from. I will pray for you. I will not judge you. I will pray. But the fact is this. God needs you right now. God needs you to trust him. And God needs you because he wants to use you, and he cannot use you if you're living in fear, and he cannot use you when you don't trust him. Not use you the way that he wants to. And I promise you, the way that God wants to use you is the way that you want to be used. You can count on it. God bless you. Thank you for watching.